Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Switching Stances. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler, joined by my good friend, my good buddy, Ollie, aka Gaz. How's it going, mate? It's going well, man. How's it going for you? It's going very well. Happy to be here. Uh, it feels like we just did an episode because we did. Um, yeah, basically. Been a couple of days. Yeah, pretty much like two, three days since the last episode um, by the time people listen to this dropped. So it's a quick turnaround, but I'm glad we got an episode out last week because we actually had a lot to talk about and there's even more to talk about this week. Yeah. A lot, I feel like, has just gone on over the weekend. Some announcements, some news. Uh, and then, of course, this weekend we have UFC 288. So I'm excited to be here and, and, and be talking about it again. How's uh, everything going with you? Yeah, I'm go- I'm doing well. I'm tired. I'm a little bit achy. I did a lot of wrestling yeah. over the weekend, yeah. so I'm a little bit, we're little talk- bit cramped we're talking up. Enough, eh? um, you were saying your 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 butt was sore, and I was just yeah saying, yeah a lot of butt stuff in MMA. A lot of butt stuff. A lot of butt stuff. Mm-hmm. Very homoerotic sport. It is. That's why everyone's so homophobic in it. That exactly. Um, everyone's just yeah. terrified of being. Yeah. Don't sound gay, bro. Uh, yeah, exactly. A lot of a lot of wrestling on the ground. A lot of sweaty men. Yeah, I know. Um, and you've either just got to let go of any fears of being seen as gay yeah. or um, push back so hard against it that you just devolve into outright homophobia. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Whereas I embrace it, you know? Yeah. I love a good slap on the ass. It really gets me going. <laughs> so that, but that's just me, um, you know? So that is what it is. Um, <laughs> take that, uh, take with that what you will. Um but yeah, there's lots of lots of lots of fun stuff. Lots of fun stuff. Um, over the weekend, there was two sort of combat sports things. There was a UFC card. I'm going to be honest with you, didn't watch it. Um, okay, that's cool. I'm glad we have that to talk about then. I watched <laughs> Bare Knuckle FC live though. I sure watched sure. that live. Um, did you watch Bare Knuckle FC? I did not. I don't like Bare Knuckle on like a moral, <laughs> like a moral level. I'm gonna be a, right. I'm gonna uh, be an annoying. Uh, I'm gonna be annoying. Um, <laughs> just because uh, they have like these. actually killed someone. So one, one like, of these. Do you not watch like, huh? Do you not watch boxing too? Oh, but no. Like... But that's that's different. That's entirely different though, because boxing it's not just like, and it's not just like a complete negligence thing. Baited. Whereas with with bare knuckle, it's just in, complete. Baited. They're just a terrible, terrible company. But um, yeah. I did. I have seen highlights and clips. Ah, um, so he does support Luke. It. See, ladies and oh, gentlemen, no, not directly, uh, not directly, just via via my Twitter feed. Um, um I yeah, saw no. Luke Rockhold. Luke Rockhold got his fucking face broken in. Yep. Which I feel like you could have anticipated, really. Look, it not, was weird. not that he'd lose his teeth, but uh, yeah. Look, it, it was it was weird. Like, if we could start with Bare Knuckle, if we could. Yeah. I've yeah, never yeah, watched yeah, a Bare Knuckle card before. This is the first time I've ever watched it. And when I say I watched a bear, the Bare Knuckle card, I watched the co-main and the main event live. And then the rest I got through highlights and clips. Um, I sort of had wanted to watch it. I was actually watching the Formula One sprint from the night before. Oh, sure. And then, and then I go to my friend Jared. I said... Bare knuckles on, and then we went looking for you know a way to watch it. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, sure. You <laughs> and, went, you went and bought it. Yeah, we went and bought it. We went and bought it. Mm-hmm. 
um, through Chaos Sports because that thing definitely worked. Um, and we watched Chad Mendes, Eddie Alvarez, and I'll say this. For the first time I'd ever seen a bare knuckle fight, that was pretty fucking sick. I mean, that would have been an incredible MMA fight. It, it like those, was... Those guys are sensational. And they were juiced to the gills, bro. They were both just yeah. juiced to the gills. Um, and it was back and forth, man. Like, Eddie Alvarez won the first round. Chad Mendes comes in and gets a 10-8 second round by dropping nice. him. Then Eddie drops Chad in the in the third, gets a 10-8 on his side. And then in the fourth, Chad sort of takes momentum back and wins that round. Next thing you know, it's, it's pretty much like two rounds to two. Two ten nine, a ten nine each and a ten eight each, going sure. to the fifth round. And bro, Eddie Alvarez, um, uh, when, and even in the fourth round, they both sort of dropped. Oh no, that was in the fifth round, and Eddie Alvarez dropped Chad, uh, uh, and was landing and just took over, and you're like, oh, Eddie's got this. And then with ten seconds to go, Chad drops Eddie, and they both dropped in the fifth round. I was like, this fight was crazy. It was, it was. For my first Ben Uncle fight, it was gruesome, but I was like, those boys came to fucking bang. Um, yeah. um, brutal shit, though. Really brutal shit. And Eddie got the win. I probably agreed with that decision. It was a split yeah, decision. I saw a lot of people, a lot probably of people fair. weren't sure. I, like, I mean, not, I like, thought. Not like mad I, about it, but. No, I think I thought like, oh. Eddie won. I gave the fifth round to Eddie. You sure. know, they both dropped each other in the, in the fifth round, but Eddie had way more control throughout the round if, if the both knockdowns negate each other. Um, and, I, and to be honest, I thought Eddie's was better anyway, um, but is what it is. Um, sure. Eddie gets the win. Chad Mendes retires. Um, I'm just hope Good. they both got the bag, bro. I hope oh, they both yeah. got paid for that because... Like you said, like I've never watched a bare knuckle fight. I don't know if I morally or agree with it or not. I probably haven't spent enough time to reflect on that before just checking on because yeah. I love violence and fighting. But yeah. um, you know, my my instinct was watch it, Tyler. Watch it, see what happens. Yeah, um, yeah. It's the and... only time I've ever been like tempted to watch bare knuckle. Yeah, me too. Me too. And I thought it was a really good fight. I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was brutal. I wouldn't want to see other of them do bare knuckle again. I'm like, you're both better than this. I hope you got paid a lot of money. Don't, but neither of you do bare knuckle fighting again, please. Go back to, to MMA or even boxing, Eddie. Yeah. Chad's retiring, but if Eddie could just box for some money, that'd be good. Um, Luke Rock or Mike Perry was as bizarre a matchup as you thought it was, as bizarre as a matchup of, as the build up was. Yeah, Luke um, looking like a kickboxer at best um if that um just the way he stood i was like this is he's not well, he should he, be he participating out? in a sport one he can't grapple and two he can't even kick in Tough. no those are like his two things yeah and uh, do you know what else actually first of all is when he came out and his music hit and they have that wwe style ramp and he comes down and he's coming out to like ave maria like <laughs> level like like something like that I'm, i forget okay. what it was but it was like some opera famous opera song and and he comes out and he looked disappointed that no crowd pop whatsoever no one gave Aww. a shit that luke rocco was there and he looked so like gutted he thought he was like the man i'm like man luke you're so not self-aware and then mike perry comes out to some real like like you know leaning into the meme that he's got African descent, you know, things like that. Sure. Mike Perry memes, 
you know, being Mike Perry. And then he comes in. Mike Perry's got the dog in him, just wants to throw down. Luke Rockhold, for all intents and purposes, should have won that fight easily. He's a better fighter. He's got better attributes, but he doesn't have yeah. the dog in him. And he doesn't have this fight IQ. He doesn't have the smarts no. for it. Because, and as a fellow Southpaw, bothered by his footwork. Bothered by his lack of footwork and going to what makes Southpaw strong and just leaving himself open. Because every time he did the things that give Southpaw's advantage, he hurt Mike Perry. Like he what? rocked what him was, back with a straight left well? hand. Well, he wasn't circling like to the correct the side first thing. Okay. You know, he was Great. circling to his left. You know, the whole so time. Giving up the whole time he was giving up dominant position, and I was getting bothered by it. Because every time he stepped on the outside through a left hand, man, he was landing. The left straight was money. It was his only good shot. And he just didn't know how to go back to it. He didn't know how to set up his hands. He He wasn't getting himself in those good positions with footwork. And... Uh, Mike Perry was just standing there going like with the dog in him and just throwing, chasing him down, being relentless. Wasn't really being better. He was just being relentless and didn't give a shit and was happy to be there. And Luke just, I don't know. That wasn't like, in comparison, if you watch the first two rounds of Eddie and Chad, way less action, way less damage. Like they definitely damaged each other. They landed some good shots, but like, I wasn't like, whoa, this is hectic. And Luke just sort of stopped and was like, nah, brah. And it was clear, like, yeah, he obviously we've seen <coughs> since he had some serious, like, lip and and and, to- and teeth damage. Yeah, his teeth. But, like, watching apart. live, you're sort of like, what the fuck? Oh, God. Of course this happened. Yeah. Yeah, it's it just makes a bit sense. of an anticlimax, a bit of a shit show. Luke leaves. You're sort of like, well, I don't know why you came here. Mike Perry wins and is undefeated in bare knuckle, the face of bare knuckle fighting, which is just hilarious. Um, and the it's, perfect ex- it's the for perfect it, place honest. for it. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect person, the perfect place, perfect marriage of promoter and people. And that scummy like bare knuckle promoter that runs the shit mm. was just smiling ear to ear when Conor McGregor came in that ring. It was just sort of fucked. Conor came in, shit show, absolute shit show. Um, did Did you see the clip of Conor calling for an uppercut from Eddie? And mm-hmm. And Eddie, I like, saw it at the time. The I saw Eddie point at the time, but I didn't know that was to Connor until afterwards. I had no idea. Sure. I assumed that was his corner. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or he was, or what he was pointing to his wife, just Eddie! the whole time. <laughs> every time he fights, she was cr- maybe the craziest I've ever heard her. Maybe the craziest I've ever heard her. Well, that's valid because it's bare knuckle. Eddie's wife is wild, bro. Do you like? Mm. Is that a thing you know knew about watching his fights? Like, that's not something I've ever read about. On like, I didn't read about that online to find out about that. That's one of those things that I just. That's a truism. That's something I just knew watching his fights, and then I'm like, thank you. Someone said something online. Yeah, I saw a guy who was like, "I'm a lifelong fight fan, and I've never seen Eddie Alvarez's wife do this. How can he fight like this?" And everyone was like. You've only just noticed. <laughs> this is like yeah. a staple of an Eddie Alvarez fight. Exactly. That's the thing you look forward to. We joke about... Me and my friends joke about it all the time and have for years. For years. And it's just brilliant to, to see. Like, even before... Like, as soon as we turned it on, Jared goes, Eddie! And I'm like, oh, true. I forgot. I always forget his wife's going to be there. And then as soon as, we, as soon as it starts, you just hear her screaming. And we're like, yes, this is great. So I assumed he was pointing to his wife or something. I didn't know. It was kind of... Uh, no. Yeah, it was, it was kind of... Yeah. 
which I guess is like okay. It's just weird. Yeah, I don't know it's why cute. There, to be honest, oh, uh, like Conor uh, McGregor's yeah. flying to Denver to smash whiskey <laughs> in the front row of a crowd and then walk in with a bare knuckle belt to face off with Mike Perry. Like, yeah, tell you what, makes me not super excited for McGregor Chandler because it just makes me think, oh god, he's so washed. I don't know if that like he's happening, bro. I don't know he's, if that's gonna happen. He's still juicing. Yeah, he's still obviously. absolutely juicing. Um, and also just like going around getting absolutely pissed, like gambling, like he's yep. he's not living like an athlete at the moment. No, which is weird for someone who's like, I'm back in the game. You know, I want to get this done. I don't know how much I believe him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Obviously, we only see snippets. We don't see the whole, you know, day in the life, so we don't know for sure, but it certainly doesn't make me feel good. No. It also doesn't we got the excited. We got the poster for Tough, though. Um, so that's, like, at least happening kind of soon. Yeah, the poster was pretty sick, to be fair. Yeah, well, yeah, it was nice. And I will watch it. It was nice seeing McGregor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, I haven't watched an Ultimate Fighter probably since season 22 when McGregor was on it with Ralph Haber. No, I did watch bits of Joanna and Claudia. I watched. I watched a bit of Volk. I watched a little bit of Volk Ortega. Oh, yeah, I've watched clips, I feel like, of just Volk and Ortega themselves, like, pranking each other. I didn't really watch, like, the Ultimate Fighter for the Ultimate Fighters. I just wanted fun no. content. Um, yeah, I mean, no, nobody watches the Ultimate Fighter for the athletes. Because if they're any good, you, they'll come to the UFC. Because, yeah, we'll because you, don't, you, don't need to, you don't need to win the Ultimate Fighter to get this UFC contract. No. You'll probably get, like, four or five people on the show will make it through to the UFC. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly right. Exactly right. Um, do you want we to also... talk about um, Song Yudong and Ricky Simone? Yeah, so have you not seen any of this? Oh, I, I saw the finish for the main event. Okay, cool. Um, so I know it was a fifth round finish for you, uh, for, for Song. Um, and I saw how he did it, but I saw that there might have been some controversy or something. Did you? Uh, what was the yeah. controversy? I, do, I don't know. I just saw oh, someone nice. say like Song Yudong cheated or something like that. What, uh, but then I just saw nothing. Then I saw okay, nothing so <laughs> okay, so in the se- in the second round, it was some really quite wonderful shooting. Um, okay. Song Yudong headbutts him, drops Ricky Simone. He did a lot of oh, actually, yeah, end of the third round too. Um, he just rushes in with his head down and just fucking headbutts him. Right, so some people um, like oh, he's, <clears throat> he's purposefully. Yeah, which is like, I don't know if it was purposeful. It looked to me like it was sloppy, but it's also like, if you're running in on someone on a straight line with your head down, like you're charging at them, yeah, you're, you're gonna end up headbutting them. Yeah. Um, my my preferred moment though was mid round three, throws a wonderful cock punch. Just incredible, like right. like a like a lead hook to the body. That just hits yep. him right in the cup. That's some like just, key, just pinpoint type type dick punching. 
Shout out to I UFC don't know 4. who that is. That's that's UFC four stuff. That's all. That's all. Ah. That's you weren't alive then, bro. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> about it. Well, I'm pretty sure. I, I mean, was yeah, it was just I was, or I was about to be. It's around that time. <laughs> How many Dude, of the early UFCs Keith... have you watched? What's that? How many of the early ones I mean, have you seen? I've, I mean, a lot. I don't know. I think I'm like up to ten or eleven. I think okay, nice. And then I've seen all the way back till like the hundred days in those, early, and even before then, some of them. Like it's just sporadic. Mm-hmm. But from like start when I went back to start watching from from one, I probably watched. I went and had a phase. I probably watched the first ten. I I think. Okay, sure. Um, but I that's should, one I should I go watch. back to. That's one fight I've seen about five times. Keith Hapney and and Joe Sundow of well, Joe Sundow fame of in prison now for battery and assault and oh, I'm pretty sure even wor- or murder fame he murdered yeah that guy yeah guy that, like, okay. carried a cr- he carried a cross yeah he came in with a cross on his yeah. back to to the ring and Keith Hapney dick punched him to win like just nice. had him like on the ground and just was punching beating his dick ground and pound of the dick because you could just dick punch people back then um, so exactly how you described um, Song did it just a full hook right to the nads yeah yeah, it was incredible. Um, but but on a more sort of dynamic basis, Simone looked like he was doing a lot of the right things in that he was, you know, getting in, getting out, trying not to stay in the pocket with Yodong too much. Um, you know, lots of like doubling and tripling up on the jab, uh, just like straight punches, a few kicks, low kicking a lot, which was having a lot of good effect. Um but also, I think as soon as he really felt the power of Yodong, he looked a little bit, um, what's the word? He just didn't look like he wanted to engage that much. Yeah. Like, Yodong could kind of pressure him however he wanted. All of his punches got Simone reacting quite quite, um, quite poorly. Like, it, it was just a lot of Yodong looking like an athletic freak and... Simone looking like he didn't want to be the less athletic guy in there because he's typically the most, you know, he's typically a bit of a cardio cardio guy. He's typically the more athletic fighter, especially like when you look at him versus Jack Shaw, like he's mm. he's definitely the more naturally athletic guy there. Um, against Song Yudong, who's just a fucking powerhouse and yeah. has an incredible, like a really quite good chin. Um, and also just and came like off quite some, good a great experience fighting Corey Sandhagen as well. Like, yeah. Though he didn't win that fight, that's like some serious experience you got from one of the top guys in the division. Um, yeah. So to fight a Ricky Simone, I think just that alone is just such a valuable experience to go through to go five rounds with Corey. Um, yeah. And, I think it and does Simone... a lot for fighters. Um, and I don't think Simone was at that level, but I think Simone no. may very well get the benefit of the, this experience, and he went yeah, to I the fifth so. round. You know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, he did go to the fifth round. I think he probably lost every single round up until yeah. then. Yeah. It was... it was, I mean, it, it just... Really, from when he first started getting hit hard, he looked like he didn't really want to engage much. His wrestling wasn't really getting him anywhere. Yeah. Um... And again, like he he had that Corey Sanhagen game plan of like in and out, in and out, in and out, but yeah. without having much a urgency to do it, and b nothing really to stop Yudong coming in on him. Which Sanhagen yeah. had these tall knees, um, you know, these flying knees as you pressure in. Sanhagen had the elbows, 
Um, it was just Sanhagen had so much more that he could do that Simone looked sort of limited in his arsenal and didn't have enough to stop Yadong just stepping in on him, setting yeah. down on shots, hitting him hard. Right. So yeah, like not a super unpredictable um, yeah. finish, really. Like just you a, can, you could kind of see it coming. Just a build up of damage, culmination of damage. Yeah. Um, and that ended in a in a finish late in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. Effectively. Yeah. Was there anything else worth mentioning from that card? Um, I'll tell you what, I didn't watch anything else. I know Caio yeah. Baraglio, Caio Baraglio. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but um. I've probably pronounced both of those wrong, actually. But there's, there's, there's first also and so much sport on right now. It's when mm. when the best you've got is an Apex card with Song Yudong, Ricky Simone. I ain't watching it, bruh. Like when Luke Rockhold and Mike Perry are fighting bare knuckle, Eddie Alvarez, Chad Mendes. I even want to watch that before I'm watching that UFC card. And yeah, bare knuckle UFC was not my first choice of sport that day. The NBA playoffs are on right now. There's always rugby league football. Formula One was on this weekend. Like, there was a lot of sport on. There's a lot of sport going on. It's tough. So, mm. the UFC needs to offer up more than Ricky Simone and Song Yudong. And I'm not talking about these lighter weight fighters. I love a good bantamweight man event. I'm just meaning you need to do better. For example, I would have been... we talked last last episode about all these middleweight man events they've made. One's fallen through. They've replaced with a flyweight yes. man event. This Thank is God. some good shit. This is some good fucking shit. The Jack Manson fight fell through. Thank Jesus Christ Almighty. Now, Kai Kara France, fellow Kiwi, is main eventing. Yes, it's the Apex, but fuck, this is going to be a good main event. This is a good fight. This is what I'm talking about. Flyweights fucking go hard. Mm-hmm. This is this is the... And when, like, especially contender ones. Like, this is some... Something to prove. This is something to prove fight for both of these guys. For both of these guys, um, I mean, it's, it's Cara Francis. It's great. I, I don't know much about Albazi. I thought that it would be one that you'd pick Kai in quite decisively as like quite a good. I don't know actually, um, but I I was told I was wrong by MMA Twitter, so yeah. Amir uh, Albazi, I... Kai Cara France, June third, not far away, five weeks away. Yeah. But I, I thought that Kai is quite a good anti-wrestler, as generally like a pretty good fighter, put a good fight up against Moreno until he got finished, was probably swinging the momentum of that fight his way. He really was. It was a shame. It's a real shame. But um, I haven't seen much Albazi. I think I've only seen his, his previous one. So yeah, I, I need to go back too. and watch some more of him yeah. before I really get in-depth on what I think. But yeah, I mean, we'll, I mean, we'll break fight. it down. We'll break it down sooner too. But it's just exciting to see some flyweight main events, some some it's main events sure. that are, that'll get you excited. Some five rounders that'll get you excited because these middleweight main events aren't doing it for me. The heavyweight main events aren't doing it for me. No. Once in a while, there's a half decent light heavyweight one, but that's pretty rare. Welterweight down, baby. Those are the main events we want to see. Yeah. Those are the main events we want to see until those heavier divisions can get their shit together. They've gotten lazy because they keep getting the money in the main events. Did you see that we've gone now a hundred UFC events without a flyweight main event? Well, things are changing now, thanks to New Zealand's own Kaikara France. Yeah, but the thing is, right, it's not a choice by the UFC. 
Like as much as I, I love mean, it is. I mean, guys, it, I mean, if they didn't, not, if they didn't, it, no, I, I understand what you're saying because obviously Jackie Manson and, and, and Brandon Allen fell through. But if they wanted another opponent for Brandon Allen to main event, they could do it. Tell you what, I think they're going to the, do. The thing is, they had the option. They had a name like Kai Kara France. Yeah. People know, and they don't just know from obviously he's fought Brendan Moreno, that's the the world champion in that division, and also a huge star in the sport. But also Kai Kara France is connected to Alex Volkanovski, Israel Adesanya, and, and City Kickboxing. So Kai's a big name in his own right now. No, I understand so, that. He's a bigger that, name like, than Jack Manson and Brendan Allen are, for sure. But it's the same. He's the same. Like, you know, they did exactly the same thing with Song Yudong and Ricky Simone when I'm, yes. Um, Suyuki so and Moikano. I guess, but this three. is a bigger fight and higher in the rankings than that. Kaikar France is ranked, what, number three in the division? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. It's, it's, a, it's a great fight. Um, I, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm just pointing out the fact that this fight was worthy of replacing the main event. It wasn't just, uh, we have no other option. This was a viable, good option. I think the reason that they haven't try to rebook Allen. I'd like to think is that they'll try and do Strickland versus Allen and bin off. Strickland's um, booked for a fight already. He is, but it's against an unranked guy with one fight in the UFC. Right. So, yeah, Abbas Magomedov. So I assume, I would assume they're going to take that fight apart and rebook. Yeah. Interesting. Because that, it makes so much more sense in terms of the division, Strickland was like, <laughs> Strickland basically said, either I could just wait around or I could take a fight. This is the fight they gave me. It like, yeah. this is all they had going. So like, I took the fight cause I want to fight. Yeah. Which like respect, you know, I can't, you can say a lot of shit about John Strickland. Um, and I do, but <laughs> he is someone that is just kind of willing to fight whoever is put in front of him. So I can respect that. Yeah. He fought Pereira. Yes, <laughs> didn't go absolutely. well for him, but like no, it sure fair didn't. fucks for actually having a go at that. Yeah, putting yourself yep. in there with Pereira because hey, no other middleweight did. Not no, that he, they right. were offered necessarily, but mm. true, true. You're right. You're absolutely right. Do you wanna do you wanna hit the main card of what is it two eight eight two eight eight? Yeah, let's get into it. That's oh, what actually, we're here, for. We're, here, we're here to break down two eight eight. There's probably only one prelim. Of major yes. note, would you say? And that is uh, the featured prelim for UFC 288, and that's Drew Doba and Matt Fravola. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a solid fight. It's probably going to be that's a, a banger. good fight. Yeah. It's gonna, probably going to be a banger and deliver. I do think the win is pretty clear. Like, I think Drew Doba is going to win this pretty convincingly, but I don't know if he'll finish Matt. Like, I reckon Matt's got that dog in him and could be just a three-round banger that a lot of damage is taken by Favola, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Where, like, he gets the moral victory, he's like, yeah, we put, you put on such a great fight. But Drew gets the clear win. Like, that's how I sort of see it going. It's tricky. It's tricky. It, Drew Dober is a really quite great fighter who is just... just consistently loses to the elite guys. Like... Since what 2018, he's only lost to Benil Dariush, Islam Makachev, and Brad Riddell. Yeah, and Brad Riddell being like the obvious standout there is like maybe not super elite, but 
as a striker, he is very good. You know, his yeah. his Riddell's shortcomings were mainly in the grappling department. Yeah. So it's it's tricky because Doba's great, and he's been in some wars, and he's looked incredible as of late with McKinney, Alves, Bobby Green. Um, mm-hmm. I'm almost tempted to just outright pick Frivola though, just based on there's something in the water at mm. Cerro Longo. There's something in the water at Cerro Longo. They've been doing incredibly recently. They've been game game planning super well. I don't think it's in the water, but I know what you're saying. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're putting something in the water. We'll say that. Allegedly. You yeah, know, in I'm the not, protein I'm shakes. Not, I'm not saying horse meat that. diet. I'm just hearing... I've just heard some things, but that's neither here nor there. That's not there. It's just allegedly. No Alleged, allegedly, fighters might be juicing. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like they're the only ones. It's pretty much all of them. No. I'm just saying. Um, there's some that aren't. There's some that aren't. Um, I would be... Obvious. I would be um, stunned if, like, you know, eighty percent of the UFC roster wasn't on juice. Yeah, eighty is probably a safe. I reckon there was a period it was less. I reckon there's a. Like, I reckon USADA when Usada came, came in, yeah. The, I reckon it went really, really low, but I think slowly it'd been coming back up, and I feel like yeah, it's recently I just think people. Are... I don't think they can do as much as they can do outside. Like, you see the guys no, out there, no, you're no, like, no, oh, no, they're no. absolutely... You saw Fabrizio of Doom over the weekend on Twitter? Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, I know Man, they can't... solid. I don't think they're able to do as much as you could outside, right? Or before. But, like, they're still on stuff mm-hmm. that helps them. Um, for sure. Um, it's different. Um, and it's maybe not as good. So, I like, it's just a different level of cheating, I guess. Yeah. Um, but... Yeah, I mean, there's definitely people that I don't think are. For sure. You know, there, there's but I people, don't, but I mean, is, the, that, is that changing? I don't know. The people um, that I think probably are, are clean are the people that are always injured. Guys like Rob Whittaker, guys like Arnold Allen. Oh, Robert Whittaker is not, yeah. Rob Whittaker's not. Rob has looked the same always and forever. Yeah. Um, All through the USADA period, and he's always been good. He's not someone that, like, mm. USADA came in and he did, started doing shit or something like Chris Weidman. <coughs> Which, coincidentally, what chips <laughs> he from? Um, so, you <laughs> know, um, that's all was from. That's all I'm saying. Um, and I love Matt Serra. I love Sarah Longo. And I love that gym. Not as much mm. as I used to love that gym, but I love that gym and I love those guys. But I'm just saying. You're saying something in the water? I'm saying they put something in the water. Allegedly. Maybe. You know. <laughs> I, I get like I'd be shocked if they weren't. I'm suspicious. I, is Al, all I'm saying. Aljo, Aljo is a guy who I would just, with zero knowledge of, um, of steroids, you would look at and you'd go, "Oh, he's pretty juicy. He's a pretty Marab, juicy guy." Marab and yeah, Aljo look like the cardio on Marab. What's yeah? Like I think juicy. it's um. You know, I, I we can't prove anything. We don't know. They could be clean no, as a fucking for whistle. Sure. Um, so I got nothing, like no proof. I can't say anything. I'm just, if you had to suspect they're guys that I yeah. would be like, if I, you gun to my head, yes or no, I'm saying probably yes. For both. Yeah. 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 I, I, I would. It's just I would, one man's opinion. I would put good money on it for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's one where you'd expect Favola to come out, try wrestle a bit. Um, 
I say that, does he even wrestle? <laughs> does he even wrestle? He does a bit. He tried against Turner. He yeah. tried against Louis Maybe Pena. A bit. I think this is a banger, to be honest with you. I, I it is a banger. This um, is definitely a banger. Um, probably the only I, banger gonna... on this prelims, to be honest. Yeah. This is a tough card. They've really fucked New Jersey over with this card, to be honest with you. Bro. Yeah, this is this is a rough one, especially with the loss of Oliveira, Dariush. Yeah, dude. Like they, to be fair, they pulled together a great co-main replacement, but is it? Yeah, it's no Dariush. Oliveira. No, like, it's not better than that. But is it a great fight? Yes, of course it is. Um, well, I mean, let's get to the main card. I've got Drew Joba. You're feeling Matt Favola because of I'm the water at Sarah Longa's gym. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> because of the water. Uh, yes, because of what's in the water. Um, mm-hmm. We open the card, featherweight bout, Cron Gracie, Charles Jordan. Um, what What are your thoughts? What do you feel? What is I'm... there to say? Cron Gracie is someone that I've only ever really heard about. Well, he had, well, he's one and one in the UFC, beat Alex Casera. 2019 and then mm-hmm. lost to Cub Swanson in 2019. Um, yeah. it, I mean, hey man, it doesn't look good for Grant Gracie, surely. Surely yeah. that's well, someone, that's a fight where you're like, ooh, Lando, not Lando Venata, um, Charles Jordan should win that. Yeah, well, think. Charles Charles's last win was against Lando Venata. Yeah, yeah, that's why I got it. Um, and he then had, and then he um, lost to Burgos, um, and someone else. I don't know who. Uh, Nathaniel Wood. Right. Nathaniel Wood looked awesome yes. against him in that in London. Yeah, uh, but those no, are really good Paris. opponents. Those are really good opponents. He's faced, lost, and won, too. You know. Um, yeah. Um, but to be fair, I mean, Crone. What he's lost his last two Swanson and. He's Caceres. he's one on one. Oh no, one on one. Did he beat? Yeah, Caceres? he beat he beat Caceres, um yeah, with a rear naked choke in the first round, and then oh, he did too. went to decision with Cub with Cub with Cubby. Yeah, I mean, I think I like. I actually like Charles, and I'm going to go with Charles. Yeah, I like Charles. He's he's a he's fun. He's a banger. Yeah. Um, I don't know how I'm good this fight's going to be though. To be honest, with I you. don't think I'm... it's going to be great. It's not like on paper very good, to be honest. Mm. It's like this is like a, this is a prelim fight that you're like, oh yeah, you know, mm. I'll tune in for that. I'll tune in for Charles Jordan. Yeah, Crane Gracie's got the Gracie. Serpent. I don't think That's it goes to cool. decision though. I do think there's probably a finish. That doesn't mean probably. it's a good fight though, and I think that probably what we remember some people get confused with there's a finish, therefore fight's good. That's not necessarily true, and I don't think it's going to be true in this case. No, I don't I, think it's going to be true in this case. I think you're going to see Crane Gracie looking... There was a finishing Kimbo slice data 5,000, bro. You tell me that's... Yeah. Data well, died. No. Data 5,000 actually died in the cage mm-hmm. temporarily. And then they had to revive him. It's not a good fight. I think, it's I a think bad fight. Look... What I'm saying is... I'm not... <laughs> I'm, Jesus Christ, I'm comparing this to Kimbo slice data 5,000. All I'm saying is... I think there'll be a finish. I still think the fight's... Average subpar fight. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be super fun. I think it's either going to be early, uh, over early, or it's just going to be sort of back and forth, back and forth. Someone gets either a choke or a knockout, but not yeah. back and forth in a fun way. Back and forth in a sort of your turn, my turn kind of way. 
Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think Gracie's going to look like he's coming off a four-year layoff. Mm. I think four years is such a long time to be out of the sport. People have evolved so much. Dude, dude isn't fought since COVID, bro. No. No, I'm not too scared of this one. I think it's. I'm pretty comfortable picking Charles. Pretty comfortable. Yeah, you. So, yeah, you would be. Well, so we both got Charles. I think we both have Charles. I yeah. think he finishes him in like the. I'm gonna go second round. Yeah, it's a safe bet. A later, you know, later half finish. I wouldn't be. Yeah. Wouldn't be against. Yeah. Um, got... Next up is Movsa Evlov. I don't know. Uh, Evloev, I think. Evloev? And Bryce Mitchell, back after Ilya's absolutely butchered him. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's a quick turnaround for Bryce. I don't know if I like that. It's not that quick, is it? 16-0 Mofsa. Didn't he just fight like three months ago? Uh, Hold on. Let's have a look. Didn't he fight Uh, Ilya three months ago? He fought, oh, December. He fought earlier. Yeah, right. Okay, so That's five what, months ago. Five? Okay, yeah. actually not too bad. Not as bad as I thought. I thought it was like three. I thought it was like a February card that happened. Or January at longest. That was, wow, December 11th. True. Yeah, that. I mean, that looked really bad for, for Bryce. And yeah, that was, that was a great And though he had some great wins before. Um, I mean, he beat Barboza, for God's sakes. But um, yeah, I I I don't know about Bryce. Hey, like he got really broken. Yeah, he got he got it's really a tough battered, one. And I don't know if he's that sort of guy that can overcome that. He's a bit of a weird cat. He's a bit of an you know, you know, a bit. He's into the woo woo stuff. You know what I mean? Did you see um, he's being featured in a Netflix flat Earth documentary? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's into he's the been woo-woo. Kicking off at Elon he's into Musk. the easy he believes in God and that woo woo stuff. <laughs> Is that a bar for woo woo? I don't he know. I, th- I, th- I think so. I think that's pretty woo woo. You know what I mean? They just go like, you know, he's, he's he's like you, base level. You can. He's a nut you can. You can. Yeah, but he's not He's not base level woo like No, God. of course. Like, it's he's just funny like how God you go, wants yeah, to have. He's into flat he, earth, he's into God. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't... Is there any flat earth person that doesn't believe in God? I don't think that's true. You know, I'm pretty yeah, I'm sure, sure all of them do. I'm pretty sure it's 100%. Don't... I mean, do your own research on it. But I'm pretty <laughs> sure, like, they've done a study and everything. And it's like, if sure. you believe in flat earth, you believe in God. But, like, I'm and talking about, like, Bryce believes, like, God meant for him to have his guns and shit. Like, we're talking woo-woo shit. Um mm. Where, like, he'll get aggressive if you bring up his guns and his, like, argument is like, God. And it's like, wow, that's intense. You know? It's a lot, is all I'm saying. It's a lot. I think he might be right, you know. I'm I'm on YouGov now. And um, the, the... What's the actual finding? Most flat earthers consider themselves very religious. Yeah, I mean, I'm not surprised by that. No. Um, you've, I mean, if you get... Just people that believe in just ridiculously fake shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... it. They marry up to me. 
like if you if someone that would be willing to believe flat earth things that are based on nothing what else would they believe in other things that are also based on nothing so you know they i feel like they marry up people you know that believe in science and logic they don't tend to believe for facts and logic they don't tend to believe in that stuff if if you really believe in like science and evidence and things like that not like the you know ben shapiro believes in god facts and logic um you know that weird guy um Mm. yeah but what i'm trying to get to with this is i don't i don't fuck with woo woo so i don't (laughs) fuck with bryce mitchell and i'm picking movza by finish because i just do not Um, fuck with woo woo i'm not about that shit i've got the same feeling um i think movza is he looked awesome against Danny Gay, and Danny Gay has sort of he shown did. himself not really to be super washed. No, um, he, just recently, this it yeah. aged very well. The winners aged very yeah. well going into this weekend. I mean, Ige is someone who's always been like competent as a fighter, and has just come out with some pretty terrible game plans. Yeah, um, but like like losing to you know modern day Korean zombie is rough. You know, and I I also I. We're live. I scored the Josh Emmett fight for Ego. I'm not sure yeah. watching back I did, but like it was close enough where I was like, oh, I can see Ego getting that. Yeah. Um, and then Movzar kind of just smushed him. Yeah. And Ego didn't get much going. So yeah. I was well, think... 16 now. He's super impressive, man. Yeah. I mean, what's Mitchell 15 and one? He's like 15 and two. So yeah. pretty similar in terms of record, but and he just got a soul taken by the hot and sexy James Bond villain that is Ilya Tabora, <laughs> the hottest just... man at featherweight. Mm, I don't know, man. Josh Emmett, Josh Emmett's looking. Pretty <laughs> good, yeah, 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 yeah. Josh Emmett uh. looks like the go- the, the 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 like right hand, like in the shadows, ugly. Like the <laughs> Ilya like has in, in the back that he calls in, that just like he's filled with juice and can't really speak properly. And just like, sort of like Nosferatu. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely. Even though Have I really seen... like Josh Emmett, I think he's a beautiful soul man. Like, what a nice guy. But also, that's just I call a spade a spade. Yeah, yeah. So, I actually think Yair Yair Rodriguez might be the best looking guy at that weight class. No, 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 no. Are you for real? No, he's not better looking than Ilya. He's not. Oh, man, he's so He's good looking. Guy. He is. No, 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 no doubt about it, but he's not better than Ilya. Doesn't have the same fashion sense either. Ilya dresses like a fucking That's true. Gym. Now, that's true. Will, you know what I'll I mean? Like, that. when they walk down the street, the fashion sense, the look, everything. It all comes into it, man. Leave, leave it in the comments, everyone. Let us know who's the hottest yeah. featherweight. Who's the hottest featherweight? Who's the, I? I mean, that's these are the important things that that are not being discussed in the MMA community because no. it's too homophobic. Because it's but too homophobic. Switching stances. We love the gays on switching stances. <laughs> we do. We love the gays, and I'm fucking here to talk about who the hot boys of MMA are. I'm here for it. I don't know about you, but Give these are the discussions we Make need to be having. List. Hot for the way we should have a segment every episode with like who's the hottest, and it's never. It's we're just, not allowed to do this. It's, it's just, just a the featherweight division. Oh no, no, it's just a. It's, it's just only the, the featherweight division. No, only okay. the featherweight division. Just each episode, we just change each it up of... slightly. Okay. Yeah. yeah as yeah. the rankings change. 
Well, yeah, like who's who's the hottest in the top ten? Who's the hottest <laughs> in the top? You know. I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm saying Ilya Tapori is the hottest featherweight. That's what I think. Yeah. Gotta put up the rankings. Bear with me. Yeah, when he has the hair gel in and he's like got like he's got like the button ups where they're sort of like parted out, so he's still showing his like chest tattoo and stuff, and he's got the necklace on and the sunnies. Dude, are you fucking kidding me, bro? Are you joking me? He's Spanish, bro. What are you talking about? I'm not, I yeah, bet he can I mean, sing too. I, I bet he can sing and play guitar. I wouldn't even be surprised if he could fucking <laughs> just, serenade you. Stereotyping. Dude, I bet he could. Look at him. I bet he could. He's gorgeous. Let's have a look. Yair Rodriguez guitar. is not singing me sweet nothings to bed. Oh, he so is. What? Yair Rodriguez is absolutely not. Yair Rodriguez is he country as they come. He'd, he'd be, he'd, mate, he's riding on fucking bulls. He's a badass, but he's not like sweet nothings. He's sweet nothings. He's a farm guy. I, I, like I don't know. Like, how are you How are you discerning? How are you like separating being like a country boy? Do you boy know me? From, from, I'm operating. From, from I'm, do you not singing know with a guitar. I'm operating on vibe. That's my vibe. I, I guess, vibe, but like, that, that's what I get from I, Yaya, I really, and that's I really the vibe I get from Ilya. And attractiveness is all vibe related, all vibe based, for sure. You know, I that. think Ortega's. I think Ortega's probably third. Like, I think Ortega's better looking third. than Yaya. I don't know where this Yaya Rodriguez nonsense is coming from. Oh, Brian Ortega know, is a better looking man than Yaya Rodriguez, and I'm not hearing a fucking other peep about it. I don't know what you're talking okay, about. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you might be right. I'm just checking because thing is, he always fights. Are you just talking? You're thinking of them shirtless. I'm thinking of them in normal day to day. No, I'm thinking of them with their fight hair. Really, I'm thinking with of their fight hair. No, I'm, I'm with Ortega about... with his sort of weird fight hair, which I'm not super into. But regular Dude, hair. Go to Ilya Tapori's Instagram. Dude, that's almost a million followers, bro. That's a lot for, like, not a massive name. Yeah. Dude, are you fucking kidding me? This man is stunning. Have you been to his Instagram? No, I'm just looking through Google Images. Dude, Brian, I'll tell you're, now. You're, go, go to his Instagram. You're an yeah. asshole. If you think Ilya Rodriguez is going to look at this man. You're a piece of shit. Dude, remember what he did to Ryan Hall, bro? I forgot that was Ilya that did that. Ilya's Wait, the guy that's oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. fuck your shit off. Fuck off. I'm not falling yeah, for your yeah, bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun one. Oh, my God. Oh, man, what he did to Herbert. Oh, my God, in the UK. Oh, wow. That's tough. And then Bryce Mitch. Man's a fucking animal, bro. He's an absolute animal, and he's just gorgeous. And he's got abs carved out of fucking marble. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's some, there, you know what? There's some photos where I'm not. I'm looking at him. I'm looking at him, and I'm like, no. And then there's some where I'm looking at him, and I'm like, yeah. But this is what the I one... mean, bro. This is this is the stuff that's important that people aren't talking about. No, exactly. the hottest featherweights. And that's what we're here to do. Section on this podcast today. Yeah, this is what we're here (laughs) for in switching stances. The title will be UFC two eighty eight predictions and who's the hottest featherweight. (laughs) (laughs) No, it'll be that. Will be the title. That 
I think I think he's the hottest featherweight should come first. That's actually a great point. That's the important part. Yeah, I agree. I'm writing that down. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll hit back onto the main card. I think we're both picking yep. Movsar to yeah sort of yeah yeah yeah. We we don't we you and I don't fuck with woo woo. That we do know. We don't fuck with woo-woo. yeah. Yeah, it's just I'm also not sure. Like Mitchell was like, I'm gonna retire after that fight, and I yeah. think another sort of brick wall like Movsar, someone who's going to be hard to get past. I don't know how, if Bryce can't get him down early, he's going to fare. I don't know yeah, if he's just sort of going to slowly crumble. Agreed. Um, What's next? Oh, it's Andraj. Jessica Andraj yeah. versus Yan Xiaonan. Yeah. I mean, um, I'm so happy to see Andraj back at strawweight. I think it's where yes. she belongs. It's where she's dominant, and I don't think she loses to anybody other than maybe Rose, but I think she'd beat Rose if they fought a third time. That's what I'm saying. What about Weili? She's mentally broken because she's mentally weak. Um, I want to see Andrade Weili again. That's the fight. Man. I want to see it. Yeah, I think I with one it. win, she's I don't, probably there. Dude, I don't know why she took that fucking fight on short notice at... at um, she's a fucking dog. Flyweight. She is a dog. In the, in the best possible way, she's a true yeah. fighter. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, 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 no offense. <laughs> she's not a fucking dog, bro. You're a fucking dog, bro. Um, <laughs> Andrade is legit. She's a legend, bro. I rate her so highly in in women's mixed martial arts. She's finally getting a flower. She took a dumb fight on short notice in a weight class she shouldn't be at. Um, mm-hmm. but she's so awesome that she can get wins there. She should be a straw weight. Get this win. I want to see her fight Whaley again. What's Whaley doing? What's happening? That's a really good question. Um, what the I fuck think... is going on with the strawweight championship? What are they? What? Who? What the fuck is the rankings looking like? Hold on. Maybe they're just waiting for Andrade to win. Yeah, the oh, winner of this got, fight I'm... fights. Dude, imagine if Yan wins and then it's China v China. That's historic. Yeah, that'd be cool. That's historic. That's crazy. Do it in China. I wonder what that would be like. I imagine that probably when Rose decides she wants to show her face again, which might be never, um, you might get Namajunas Lemosh. No, thank you. I don't need to see Namajunas fight ever again, to be totally honest with you. I like Rose um, when she's being a a fighter. When she's fighting, she's good. She can fuck off and all. What she did to Yana. Oh, that was fun. That was cool. Fuck off. Very cool. I got Andrade this fight. And I think, I think yeah, it's hard not to have Andrade in this fight. Yeah. Um, I think she's just that fucking... She, she's, like, got the, the cheat code of women's MMA, which is just, like, legit power. Yeah. And she's actually started low-kicking recently, too, which is something that I know Jack Slack's been banging on at her to do for about four or five years now. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh, if you... If you had like a good low kick, you'd be so much better. And she's the last couple fights, she's really started implementing it nicely, and it's been paying dividends. Um, when she's not fighting future champion Aaron Blanchfield. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, I think this is um, gonna be pretty clear cut. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think so. Um, Bilal Muhammad. Gilbert Burns. I mean, it's it's time finally. 
um, to silence off on Bilal Muhammad. Is he really a contender worthy of fighting for the title? I've always thought he's not. I still believe he's not. I think Gilbert Burns wins this fight and shows his class and shows that Bilal Muhammad, though a great fighter, though a top 10 fighter, has no business being here in the top five. I think Bilal Muhammad's going to get finished uh, in the third round. I think it's a late in the fight finish for Gilbert Burns. Well, it's it's a five-round fight, so... Bullshit. Is it really? Yeah, yeah, it's a five-round fight. Oh, lovely. I love that. Um, Oh, yeah, I mean, Bilal's been out of shape. Gilbert Burns just fought. Um, And Gilbert also refused to do it at a catchweight as well. I love that. Which was exciting. I I, I think, I, I mean, I still, I'm, I'm still picking ooh, third, fourth round finish. I'm, I still think it's a, I still think it's a finish, but maybe I'm leaning towards the fourth round then. It's Late one where I'm not round. sure. I'm not sure what Bilal has for Burns, really. I'm, I'm also going to say, I'm also going to say, I'm getting fucking sick of Gilbert Burns. I love the guy, um, but it feels like he's on every fucking pay-per-view now. He's just I, every it, every much, fucking yeah. month. Every month we're talking about fucking this Gilbert one, Burns. Good man. He's, he's <laughs> keeping. Just... He's he's making his money for his family. He's keeping his name yeah. in the spotlight. He's earning our respect and he's earned mine. I can't hate um, it for sure. It's just I, like, I, oh, I wasn't on the Gilbert train. I'm on the Gilbert train. I'm rooting for him. Um, he's he's had some good wins this year already, and I think he's gonna. I like. I think. I don't think Bilal's gonna be able to wrestle him. He certainly no. can't outstrike him like he did with Sean Brady. Gilbert no. Burns is gonna beat the piss out of him. I just don't think Bilal has. Like Bilal's great, but it, everything he does, Gilbert does better or has a defense for it. This is yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Is like Burns has that defensive jujitsu, which makes me wonder if Bilal's gonna be like if Hamza took him down. And Burns got a guard up, and Hamza was like, nope. And just noped out of there immediately, and chose to strike with him. It makes me wonder if Bilal is going to have a level of wrestling that makes him comfortable shooting in on and trying to control and grapple with Burns. I'm sure he'll try it, but I wonder if he'll... Like, he actually, to be fair, he didn't try it against Brady. Yeah, he came out and he tried to strike with Brady, and like it paid dividends for him for sure. He, you know, he won uh, the I fight. I think he's gonna try to strike with Gilbert at first. Yeah, and then he's gonna try to wrestle him when he fails, and then eventually it'll just be damage accumulation. It'll be how long he can last, and I don't think it's till the end. Not five rounds. Maybe no. with a full camp, it'll be a decision, but I just don't think on short notice of five rounds. I think this will favor Gilbert. Yeah, I'm I'm picking that too. I'm picking Burns by finish. Strength of schedule, Burns finish. Man, we're on the same page for this card. We're really yeah. on the same page. We've we've got all the same picks so far, other than that prelim fight. Um, and even then, you're just going by the um, what's in the water. But uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Gilbert Burns, it is main, main event, event. Henry Cejudo, Aljamain Sterling, bantamweight championship Ooh. of the world. Henry Cejudo, the former. Two division champion, including Bantamweight, returning after three years on the shelf from retirement. Congratulations, former Henry. Olympian. Second kid on the way, former Olympian. Um, come back in. I don't know what he 
wants out of this. I don't know what he feels like he's got to prove. I don't know if he's just still got the fire in him because I know he coaches and he still trains a lot. I just, I don't know why he's doing this. I certainly know Al I Jermaine. Think, I think he been, just thinks he can win. Yeah, I think Aljo's been active and active at the top of the division. I think he's getting better and better and better. Um, and certainly in confidence as well. And he's got that championship confidence. And I think it's only made him perform better. Um, I think I think he's... Up until this week when I saw some of the countdown and then some backstage stuff, I wasn't rooting for Henry. I, was some, like, I, don't, really li- I don't really like Henry all that much. No, you I don't, don't like Aljamain either. I don't really like either of these guys. I sort of... Like, if they both knock each other out, I'd be like, whatever. But mm. I sort of kind of want Henry to win this one. Which is surprising me. I think Aljamain's going to win. I think he's going to finish Henry. I think it's like the opposite of Henry's retirement fight against Dominic Cruz. Where, like, this now it's like sometimes you're the hammer, sometimes you're the nail... Henry, you are now Dominic Cruz fighting yourself. <laughs> That's the role you're playing in this fight. Uh, and I think you're going to get finished. And I think you're going to get finished, yeah, late in the second round, to be honest. Why? What do you think Aljo does? Uh, I think Aljo's going to la- like land a couple of good shots. I think there's going to be some bit of rest, like they're grappling and bit of wrestling exchanges. I think they're going to sort of neutralize each other's. Uh, if anything, I think Alger's going to be stronger. Um, pretty much everywhere than Henry is. And, and I think he's going to like damage him with his knees and his kicks um, to the body and then eventually land some strikes to the head. And I just think he's going to damage him and it won't take that long. I think he's going to land some big shots. Yeah, I no, yeah. I think a lot of I it's going to be it in the clinch in the clinch too, in between yeah. the wrestling exchanges. Um, I think that's where Aljo is going to start to land, and then it's going to build up, and he's just going to sort of like be more and then more and then more, you know, in terms of the volume that he gets to land at in and out of these exchanges. That's what I see when I when I imagine this fight playing out. That's what I see, and I just see an active, younger champion um, fighting a guy that's been retired for three years. And who I didn't really rate that highly anyway. Like, yes, uh, as a world champion, for sure, but, like, I didn't think he beat Demetrius. And then who he beat at Bantamweight to be the champion there was Marlon Marias, and then Dominic Cruz passed his prime. Good wins, like obviously a great yeah. competitor and worthy of being called a world champion, but I don't put him up there in the high. Like the fact that he's been double champion is the TJ. least impressive double champ. You know, I don't think he beat TJ. Obviously, how competitive it I was, think he, I respect I think the he, hell out of Henry. I, I think he did beat TJ. Oh, TJ, sorry. sorry yeah, sorry, I was, <laughs> was going to say that. I thought he said I DJ. Like, I, I thought he said DJ. Um, <laughs> no. Yeah, no. T- you for sure beat TJ. For sure, for sure beat TJ. I mean, that whole thing. But also, with the, with the incredibly drained. Incredibly EPO. drained, unhealthy TJ. Yeah, on steroids, TJ. Um, yeah, yeah, it. I, it. Someone said on Twitter, like it's the battle of the suspicious resumes. Like it is a bit of the so battle of suspicious resumes. I, so but I just think Al- best wins are got someone he beat by a very controversial split decision. Someone who's incredibly drained, and then a short notice old man. 
Yeah, no, I Whereas agree. Whereas Algermains are I'm like Algermains are his title reign has had asterisks over all of it in that he beat um he beat Jan by DQ by getting need, beat Jan by a split decision, which some people I think that was a clear Aljo win, but some people think Jan won it. And then I thought Aljo he, won he, that fight. Yeah. But then he beat TJ without an arm. Which is annoying, because I really thought that that was a tough fight for Aljo, and to overcome TJ like that, like a full health TJ, would have been so impressive. But it's just one you can't give him that much credit for, sadly. As much as I'd love to, because I like Aljamain as a fighter. Um, yeah. I don't put that much stock. As well. I do, I do love TJ, but like, yeah. I... I would have been. It would. Have, I would have been like satisfied at the changing of the guard, if Aljo had done that yeah. to a healthy TJ. But it's oh, the fact I'm that TJ had one arm. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't put too much credit into that win or anything. I, I, I still think at that age he would is going to beat TJ. I want to see it. Um, I don't know if that makes him better at prime versus prime. I don't know. Like TJ, no. To me, is the second best bantamweight of all time. Dominic Cruz is the first. It's neither of these two. That's for sure. Um, yeah, understandable. And and I I just think it comes down to strength of schedule. It comes down to who's the active guy fighting at the highest level. And I think fighting Peter Yarn is a lot harder than fighting most people Henry's ever fought. To be totally honest with you, other than maybe Demetrius, but that's also a weight class size difference thing. Totally different fighter. Um, I don't know. Like the game changes fast, man. Uh, and and I think Aljo is just gonna be better everywhere. Bigger, stronger, faster. I think he's just going to beat him. I think so too. I wish I had a differing opinion. I wish I was picking I, him. I, if, if Henry knocked but him out in the first second round, dude, I'm going to be pumped. I, I wouldn't I, be Part of me wants Henry, Henry to win, but I just don't think that's going to happen. I think Cejudo is probably the cleaner boxer. I think that's probably where Cejudo has probably the... Probably the advantage i think in sort of close range exchanges and i also think he's a tough guy to take down you know i don't think good luck just, to I, but I, I, I don't necessarily think they are going to take each other down i think they'll both try i think there'll be some clinching grappling exchanges but i don't know if yeah. they'll be full-on takedowns i think there'll be attempts for sure I, i'd be surprised but if i think it's in them that aljo's going to be landing things like the, the knees to the body knees to the head yeah i like, think so i think too. Knees, I, think... I think knees are going to be a big part of this fight yeah, I can see it. Yeah, knees, elbows. He like he's quite a, I think an underrated elbow fighter. I think yeah. it was Munoz that he was he was using his elbows a lot against, mm. and that was really nice to see because he's again he's someone that's quite long and doesn't have a tremendous amount of power in his punches, yeah. and yeah. so like Sam Hagen, he's managed to find elbows as a way of keeping people off him. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so absolutely. I like th- I like that from Sterling. I like like he's got a good kicking game. I don't know how much he will kick because obviously giving Sahudo a leg, Sahudo is someone that does catch kicks, does run through them, does try and take you down off them. But then it's like is Sahudo going to try and take you down off a catch kick, which is sort of a weird scrambly way to take someone down, and then you get this. You know, Sterling's a good scrambler and a good back taker off of scrambles. So it's yes, like, are you gonna right. are you gonna make that educated risk? I don't know. It's a, it's one that's got a lot of questions, man. Especially with Sahudo. I think it's an intriguing fight off of such a long him, layoff. As as boring as I think they both are personality wise, um, stylistically, it's an interesting matchup. I, I'm ex- I 
I am looking forward to seeing the fight itself because um, I mm. think it's going to be a very good fight. I really do. I think this is a good fight. These are two high level guys, no doubt about it. I, I'm, I'm only talking bad about that. I'm only comparing them and talking down to them slightly in comparison to other of the greats and champions. They're obviously yeah. both great fighters and world champions in their own right, and better than anyone else we've talked about on this card. Um, you know, so far that's oh yeah. easy, yeah, yeah. I mean, so they're both elite. They're both elite yeah, fighters. Hundred percent. Hundred percent, but yeah, I'm I'm picking Aljo. I'm picking Aljo. I'm picking Aljo. I'm picking Aljo. Yeah. Man, we're really just on the same page today. I'm I'm not convinced it'll be a finish. I can see it going to a decision, like a clear decision for Aljo. Okay. Yeah. You want you're you're picking early knockout. I'm picking second round, um, TKO. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I do want to just quickly just because bantamweight's a weird, a weird place at the moment. Okay. If Aljamain wins this, for, for the longest time he's been saying if he wins this, he's moving yeah. up to featherweight, having yeah. a crack at Volkanovski. Yeah. Um, which a isn't going to happen for a while anyway. Um, but he now seems to want the O'Malley fight, which is going to be. I think because he sees, no, I think because he sees that he's going to have to wait for the featherweight fight. I think that, and, and I think O'Malley's and a star. O'Malley's it's going to bring in money. It's a money fight. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think he thinks, and it's also so winnable. It's so winnable for him. I agree. I think he th- sees it as very winnable. So yeah. He, so he um he's like, well, I'd be stupid not to take that money. Um, and then also I probably have to wait anywhere featherweight. So why not just sort of two birds one stone? I think it's smart. I think it actually makes sense. I think, I it's think a smart so thing too. to do. I think yeah. if you're Aljo, if I was him, and you beat Henry, you fight Sean O'Malley next, and then you move up. Yeah, and O'Malley's always going to be unless he really starts dropping off. O'Malley's like a good enough fighter to where he's always going to be at the top of that division now, I think. Yeah, and yeah well, the, his, the chances that of Cheeto fights fighting always him there. is going to be. That Cheeto rematch is always there as well. Yeah, Cheeto fights always there. I think probably the winner... I think if, if Sterling does retire after... Not retire, sorry, change division after beating O'Malley, I think It'd be you'd probably get... You probably get Marab and Sanhagen. I think you probably get Marab and Sanhagen. Yeah, yeah. There's so, like there's so many. There's like there's enough fights in that division for Marab, where he's not going to be taking food out of Marab's mouth. No, I agree. Hundred percent. Bantamweight's stacked. Plenty of yeah, fights. Hundred percent. And always people coming up too. So I, yeah, I'm not worried about Bantamweight. And Marab's going to have his chance to be champion. If. Cejudo beats Sterling mm-hmm. and you get Cejudo versus O'Malley. How do you That's... think Cejudo versus O'Malley looks? I think O'Malley can win that fight. I think it's tough. I think it's super, like he's got such a reach, such a length advantage on the guy. Yeah. I'd, I, look, Which... it, I, I'd actually pick I'd actually pick Sean O'Malley in that fight. I think I need to see how Cejudo looks against Sterling to really set down on something. You're but probably I right. Be, You're probably right. I wouldn't I be shocked. Change my mind after the weekend, but yeah, I just I think Cejudo would be the favorite to win, but yeah, I would be. But picking, not by much. I think it'd be a two hundred. Yeah, I'd be picking O'Malley. Maybe because I'm a bit of yeah, O'Malley, but you know, I don't know. I think O'Malley's got good enough game planning and. He's like a smart enough fighter. Dude, I love that he's taking time off after the Pity fight. Yeah. 
he's a smart why guy. not like, why, like, why does he need I to fight to he's he's the, like the ufc are not putting marab in a fucking title fight anytime soon dana fucking hates marab clearly dana yeah. is fuming. I, mean, I hate marab i hate marab and i hate dana too <laughs> but i'm with dana on this one <laughs> I like I like Marab, but I understand why you don't want him in a title fight when you've got O'Malley right there, chambered. Marab can fuck off and all. Yeah. And yep. O'Malley if Sterling sure. if Sterling was to go up after beating Zahudo and O'Malley, A, do you think he gets Volk straight off the bat? Assuming Volk's still champion, which is a fair assumption. A fair assumption, yes he does. I don't think he gets it before Volk fights for the Lilac title though. No, 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 no. Volk has, yeah. 100% um, has Yair and Islam again. In yeah, he fights Yair, then he fights Islam. I want Islam to win his next fight so bad. And I don't like Islam. It's just because, even if it's Charles or Dariush, I'm like rooting for Islam. Because I need Islam to win once Volk wins, so that it's the rematch. I don't want anyone else to beat Islam. I want Volk to beat Islam. Yeah, I, I mean, I think Dariush is a dangerous fight for Islam. But I also think it's one that Islam wins. That's why I'm rooting for Charles to be Darius. I need Darius to fuck off. Get out of the picture. He's annoying me. Uh, Get away. I like him. He's going to win though, eh? I like him too, and I think he's also going to win. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. I hate John nice. Jones, but I still think he's going to win. You know what I mean? Like I, I, oh, that's so like, different. No, I'm just saying, just because I don't <laughs> like somebody doesn't mean yeah. I can't also be like, I think they can. I think they're going to win. I don't like yeah, Aljamain. I think he's going to win. You know what I mean? Like, no. it just is what it is. Can't let, you know. Yeah, no, it's, I agree. It's what I, I agree believe. That's what I believe. Anyway, that's UFC 288 with pretty much all in agreement on our picks. Um, I'll have some reaction videos that won't fail. Our cameras won't fail again. So nice. um, there'll be some reactions to these main, the co-man in the main on the channel. If you listen to us on podcast services, check us out on Instagram, Twitter, come to our YouTube for videos and other content. Um, and we'll see you guys. I guess it'll be. Will it be next week? Is there a card next week? Are we? I mean, that we'll be reviewing. We'll be reviewing this. We'll be reviewing this, obviously, next week. Uh, we've got Rosenstrike okay. Almeida. Oh, oh, you yeah, know but what? That, but that, uh, no, but that undercard's sick. That yeah, that undercard's sick. Yeah, that's oh. we were talking about. That. And isn't Mackenzie Dern a, and Mackenzie Angela Hill yeah, that, like it's a good. And that's a good fight. It's a bro. good card propped up. That's actually up a good. A yeah, no, I want to talk about that. Uh, D yeah. Rod and Gary's a great fight. Mackenzie and Angel Hill's a great fight. Tim Means is on the card. We love a bit of Tim Means. <laughs> Matt Brown. <laughs> Matt Brown's on the card. Yeah. Oh fuck, Matt uh, Brown's on the prelims. Yeah, dude. Carlos Alberts on the prelims, bro. Like, yeah, yeah that is a Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Rose Clark. Anthony Smith, Johnny Walker has a bit, a bit of a laugh, I guess. Um, you know, yeah, yeah well, uh, definitely. There's at least a card worthy of talking about. It's not fucking Ricky Simone, and yeah. Song Yadong, you know. Like, Decept deceptively shit main event, disguising a quite good Half card. Half decent card, yeah. And then, and then we won't talk about the recap the week after because I'm not talking about Raquel Pennington, Irene Aldana. Like, fuck off. You sure? Um, yeah, yeah. We'll be oh, back man. after yeah, all the Raquel Pennington fans. We'll have a couple of weeks me. off, and then we'll be back to preview UFC 289. Um, and we'll be and that we're not going to talk after. about Cora France Albazi. No, I don't need to preview that. We can talk about that ah. recap because it's a week after. We'll okay. be able to recap the fight before yeah, 289. But that's also my fight week. Is oh, UFC yeah, 289. Okay. So we'll see how we yeah. go. We'll see how we yeah, go. Yeah, valid. 
I might be okay. I might be okay, but I'll also be in the middle of a weight cut. So we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if it's a bit of a curse that I'm fighting the same weekend as Amanda Nunes, Juliana Pena 3. Like, I don't know if that's... Maybe we'll have a really funny, stupid fight. Yeah. I don't know if that's a bad omen or not. But then again, Charles Oliveira (laughs) and Darius are fighting, so who knows? Yeah. Yes. But anyway, um, we'll be back next week, and that's what's important. So thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next week for another episode of Switching Stances. Thank you. Goodbye. Good stuff. See you.